This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Judith Jacobs. Bukit Kira is a much-loved green lung in our rather green lung-deprived city centre. A former rubber estate, the area is now a popular spot for thousands of Klang Valley residents in search of some greenery, walks, hikes, and basically just to recommune with nature. The area is not fully gazetted, though, and the NGO Friends of Bukit Kiara, or FOBK, have long been championing the protection and preservation of this area and are always working towards raising awareness of the importance of keeping Bukit Kiara green and and more importantly, intact. So they are organising something called the Friends of Bukit Kiara Hill Walk in conjunction with Earth Day 2023, albeit a bit belated, but it's never too late to celebrate the Earth, I say. So I'm going to find out more about this from Leon Kui. He's the president of Friends of Bukit Kiara. Welcome, Leon. How are you today? Hey, Julia. Hi. It's good to be back uh, on BFM. Uh, uh, very pleasant to uh, be talking to you again. Always a pleasure. So yes, you know, listeners, I think always hear me speaking to you about Taman Rimba Kiara. Of course, you know, that long heart uh, and uh, that long, long journey to get where we are today, where, you know, finally uh, residents and you came out uh, victorious against, you know, DBKL and the developers. So congratulations on that. And we are going to be talking about that in a couple of weeks, you know, with the other folks from the TTDI Residents Association and the Taman Rimba Kiara Working Group as well. But again, congratulations. Thank you, Gillette. Thank you so much. So, um, and the other thing, of course, is that, uh, you know, I've we've spoken about Bukit Kiara before and Friends of Bukit Kiara. That was with the past president, uh, Dr. Cribben. Uh, you recently assumed the presidency, uh, I think it was last year? Yes, yes, indeed, uh, Juliette. Um, so, Friends of Bukit Kiara actually has uh, term limits. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, Dr. Cribben um, is, um, was served a fantastic uh, two terms as president of uh, Friends of Bukit Kiara. Um, we would have loved him to, to continue as president, uh, but because we set those limits ourselves, so we have, you know, uh, we have to uh, 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 respect them mm-hmm. and apply them. Uh, so, so it kind of fell on me to take up the presidency. Um, and uh, that was, uh, so I took over um, in uh, July last year, 2022. Um, you know, and uh, we've been continuing a lot of the um, good work that uh, uh, Dr. Cribben um, had uh, built on uh, all um, that had put together uh, over the four years of his term. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the focus uh, during that time has been on the Gazama agenda. Uh, Bukit Kiara, um, as it is now, is about 400 acres, uh, green lung, left over from the larger uh, Bukit Kiara rubber estate, uh, which was 1,500 acres uh, originally. Um, this was acquired by the government for public purposes um, from NGCU and Sons back in the 1970s. Right? Mm-hmm. Over the years, different uh, it's been appropriated for different purposes, but uh, we still have uh, 400 acres of green lung um, uh, in this area. And um, we have been advocating for the gazettement of uh, the Bukit Kiara green lung uh, since the early 2000s. Now, um, this gazettement effort uh, was spearheaded by Tan Sri Saleh, the first president, and then carried on by Dr. Cribben. Um, it was successful partially uh, in 2020, mm-hmm. year 2020, uh, fulfillment of um, the promise of many uh, of the politicians who had uh, come and gone over the years, uh, but even uh, I think primarily so down to the efforts of the Sugambu MP YB Hana Yo, who uh, kept managed, who made it one of her campaign promises and managed to deliver it in 2020. Mm-hmm. 
So out of the 400 acres, one, uh, 270, about 270 acres was gazetted in 2020. There's still about uh, 125 acres left to be gazetted. Uh, these are currently the subject of uh, uh, a private lease, but uh, these, this lease will expire in uh, 2027, and the government has stated that they will be looking uh, not to uh, continue the lease and to gazette the remaining 125 acres um, into a federal park. Mm -hmm. right? So what we have now is 275 acres of gazetted federal park, um, it's called Taman Persekutuan Bukit Kiara or Bukit Kiara Federal Park. Um, and we are looking uh, for a balanced 125, 126 acres to be gazetted by year 2027. Now, you know, as we have seen, gazettement is not a beyond and all. Uh, it requires continued conservation effort. Uh, you can gazette something and degazette it. That's right. Uh, so a protected forest, protected area, a protected park, continues to be protected because people um, and residents, citizens want it to be such. And uh, the, the public values it as a national or a, a natural uh, treasure. This is what uh, Friends of Bukit Kiara uh, was set up to do, i.e. Uh, operate as a uh, conservation society focused on uh, sustainable agenda of preserving the Bukit Kiara green lung um, for now and for future generations. Right, because mm -hmm. uh, it serves a important purpose as a green lung within uh, the growing metropolitan area of uh, Kuala Lumpur. Now, at this juncture, um, I guess it might be useful uh, just to draw a little bit of distinction between um, Taman Persekutuan Bukit Kiara or the Bukit Kiara Federal Park, comprising about 400 acres, mm -hmm. and uh, Taman Rimba Kiara. Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, Taman Kiara is actually, I mean, all of these, uh, the Bukit Kiara Federal Park, Taman Kiara, and various other pieces like uh, KL Golf and Country Club, KL uh, KGPA, Club Golf Perkhidmatan Awam, uh, Pusat Science Negara, um, Intan, Securities Commission, all of these were part of the original um, Bukit Kiara rubber estate. That's right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, various pieces of it have been appropriated for different things. Um, but what, in terms of green areas, uh, we have the 400-acre uh, Bukit Kiara Federal uh, Park and we have Taman Rimba Kiara, which is 25 acres. And uh, Taman Rimba Kiara, um, you know, is a little bit further south, closer to the TTDI MRT. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the just to clarify, the subject of the litigation action over the last few years focused on the preservation of the 25 acres of Taman Riba Kiara. That's right. right? Now, uh, at the same time, um, you know, as a resident and uh, as a uh, person who loves green and uh, uh, loves outdoors and nature, I uh, it was kind of natural for me to also participate and uh, appreciate the larger Bukit Kiara area of 400 acres. And it wasn't long before I became very involved with the uh, Friends of Bukit Kiara, yeah, uh, in their work to preserve and conserve the larger uh, Bukit Kiara area of 400 acres as well. Okay, So um, subject of our discussion today actually focuses on those 400 acres. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, And as you mentioned, we will come back to talk about 
Taman Rebakiara, the 25 acres, um, at the uh, in a later discussion in in a couple of weeks. That's right. And Leon, you know, I just, I think, you know, for anyone who's not been to the area, I think it would be good for you to sort of, maybe maybe you can share why you love the area so much, isn't it? I mean, why why it's such a, you know, why it's such a treasured uh, part of this community and, you know, larger community of Klang Valley residents as well. You know, you know, thousands of people go to visit Bukit Kera every weekend or every day almost, right? Because um, again, like I said, you know, it's a rarity, right? In the city centre of ours, we're losing all of our green spaces. Uh, can you just share what it is about Bukit Kera that you love? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, Bukit Kiara uh, is, is really amazing, special, uh, unique in many ways. So it was a rubber plantation, monoculture, Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, when it was acquired by the federal government um, for public purposes. What uh, was done was that um, a big part of those 400 acres was replanted yeah, with okay. more than 25,000 trees uh, by Forest Research Institute, uh, primarily, and also arborists uh, from DBKL back then. So, you know, in, in a uh, endeavor to try and diversify and uh, the tree diversity, uh, the biodiversity within that area, mm-hmm. right? with the intention of turning it into a arboretum, actually. Okay. So, uh, that effort uh, over the last uh, 20, 30 years actually has borne fruit. Uh, pardon the pun, <laughs> uh, because uh, this area now is, is uh, rich from a biodiversity point of view. We published a booklet uh, which was uh, spearheaded by Dr. Cribben uh, last year. We published a uh, 50-page booklet uh, called uh, Bukikiara, Sanctuary in the City, uh, which showcases uh, and documents basically the richness uh, of uh, flora and fauna that you find in Bukikiara today. Um, we have recorded more than uh, 60 uh, bird species. In fact, uh, we believe that actually there are uh, more than 90 bird species mm. uh, um, that are found within the Bukit Kiara ecosystem. Uh, there are more than uh, 20 frog species, more than 20 snake species, more than 20 butterfly species, and the list goes on and on. Most interestingly also, uh, fireflies were observed inside yeah. Bukit Kiara. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we conducted a study together with uh, UNDP, United Nations Development Program, under the Global Environment Facility, all species of the Small Grants Program. And with the benefit of uh, a grant from that uh, program, we conducted a study together with scientists from Forest Research Institute Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And the study documented that there exist seven species, at least seven species of fireflies, in the Bukit Kiara uh, green lung, right? Now, this is really significant because you can barely find, you rarely find fireflies within city limits. Okay? But we here, we have seven species. And interestingly enough, we have uh, what we believe is the largest firefly species in the world um, found inside Bukit Kiara, the lamprey giraffe. Right? Yep. So these are really significant. Uh, the frame scientists, uh, have attested to that fact as well. Uh, we also have uh, scientists from Monash who have come in to uh, confirm and verify that study, and uh, they are also con- they they are currently conducting a series of additional studies to look at uh, you know related as light pollution, the effect of lighting, the effect of uh, climate on the habitat of the fireflies inside Bukit Kiara. Okay. Yeah. So. 
the interesting thing about all this is that you don't get fireflies unless you have a healthy ecosystem. Okay, mm. and so what that tells you is that um, somehow over the years, with all the replanting and the conservation and the uh, preservation work that has been done by Jabatan Landscape, uh, the park administrator, we have been able to kind of create a or assist in facilitating an environment within Bukit Kiara, which is healthy for flora and fauna. And the evidence is in the observation or the discovery of uh, seven unique species of fireflies as confirmed by uh, scientists from Forest Research Institute in Malaysia. And they they themselves uh, attest to the fact that it's very rare to find this. And it is evidence of a healthy ecosystem. Now, so why is this important in today's world? Is because um, you know when we talk about sustainability and we talk about trying to um, manage our resources, work with our resources, we need to keep in mind that Bukit Kiara um, was actually a rubber plantation, i.e., monoculture, right? Um, and therefore, it didn't have biodiversity back then. It was already a rubber estate, mm. a monoculture, industrial type estate, actually. Right, uh, I mean, as in an industrial crop, um, but after the acquisition, it was replanted, and the replanting effort has allowed this area to kind of regenerate itself and become a healthy ecosystem to the extent that we now have uh, fireflies documented and observed mm. within Bukit Kiara. Yeah. Okay? So what does that tell you? It tells you that we can make things better. It doesn't mean that just because you know uh, we have used a forest or a green area in some way that we cannot make it better again. And this is an example of what we can do if we take the right action at the right time, not too late. Okay, like for example, I mean you 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 don't uh, turn a forest reserve into a quarry lah. Then <laughs> you, know, you you never get it back. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, for example, if we take the right actions with our, uh, let's say, our plantations, etc., over time, and we evolve the way that we deal with them, we can generate healthy ecosystems. Yeah? And yeah. that's sustainability today. We talk about trying to work towards sustainability, but actually, Bukit Kira is an example of what we can, what is sustainable today in terms of a healthy ecosystem. That's right. right. Yeah. So it's a it's a very good example of what we have done successfully, um, which we can continue to propagate and uh, enhance and work on and build on going forward. So part of our job in Friends of Bukit Kiara is to highlight the success of Bukit Kiara. It is a Malaysian success. Mm-hmm. It is the ability to take uh, you know a monoculture plantation and turn it into a rich thriving ecosystem, you know, yeah. uh, teeming with flora and fauna, uh, with um, seven species of fireflies, which are hard to find elsewhere, right? Yeah. And uh, amazing uh, diversity of uh, avifauna and herpetofauna all around the green lung. So that's part of our job, uh, and we try to continue highlighting that. In the past, we organized Bukit Kiara Hill Walks every year, um, beginning from the, 
in the 2000s, we kind of, uh, we had to of naturally not do that during the COVID era. Of course. Yeah. Um, and this year, we think that uh, we, we've had a lot of uh, demand actually and requests to bring the walk back. So this year is a great time to do it and uh, kind of uh, create a opportunity for everyone to come back out and say, hey, you know, um, we here we are walking on Bukit Kiara again, post-COVID, we love this place. Interestingly, during COVID, the hill had a chance to kind of continue regenerating itself. Mm, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So this is um, this was an annual walk. Uh, the Bukit Kiara Hill Walk was an annual walk, and uh, until until COVID sort of hit. Yes, it was an annual walk um, until about maybe 2017, 2018. Then what we did was uh, we then organized a couple of Earth Day programs uh, in the Lembah Kiara uh, area, which is around the pond. Uh, closer okay. to the TTDI neighborhood sure. um, in order to uh, kind of provide a little bit of variety to, to the program. Um, we were going to switch it back to uh, the Bukit Kiara Hill Walk in 2020 um, and then COVID hit, so uh, we weren't able to do that. So now three years later, um, you know, we everyone has been asking for it and uh, it's a good time to be doing it again. Okay. So um, we were planning to do it in conjunction with Earth Day, which was the 22nd of April. Uh, due to you know local festivities, uh, we thought that it would it would work better if we uh, just moved it a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And we we're still uh, celebrating Hari Raya anyway, so you know it's a good time <laughs> for us to also celebrate, continue celebrating Earth Day, which fell on the same day as Hari Raya. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's wonderful. You've got a wonderful lineup of things happening. You've got like the Minister of Natural Resources and Environment and Climate Change coming. You've got the MP of Sagambut coming. I mean, tell us what's in store. Yes. So the Minister of um, Environment and Natural Resources has been very kind to uh, agree to officiate together with Waibihan Ayo, who's the uh, Member of Parliament for Sagambut. So mm-hmm. both of them will be attending the walk. We, we have advertised the walk to our following and... Um, you know, big response to say, yeah, very keen, very happy to be uh, showing up to walk for Bukit Kiara again. Uh, this time round, we have organized a little bit of a trail walk, just a little bit, just to uh, showcase some parts of the trails within Bukit Kiara. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are more than 100 trails inside Bukit Kiara, which are off the tarmac, right? Yeah. Uh, each of them offers uh, amazing uh, experiences in terms of, you know, trail challenges, etc. Um, the particular trail that we will be walking a little bit on today, um, on Sunday, is called Magic Carpet. <laughs> okay. uh, there's a long history about why Magic Carpet was named uh, the way it was, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm still waiting to meet the person who actually named it Magic Carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they hear uh, this and they come and uh, make themselves known <laughs> to you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about Magic Carpet is that it looks different during the day and at night, not just because of the lighting. But also because at night, when you walk in Magic Carpet, it is the highest intensity of uh, firefly populations that we have found. Oh, lovely. Okay. We have found all seven species along Magic Carpet. At the same time, Magic Carpet is kind of sitting on the boundary uh, of um, the uh, Pukikara Federal Park. And it abuts uh, some private uh, spaces, which may come under uh, you know some uh, development activity right mm. um, so we uh, have been engaging with uh, the parties involved to try to 
highlight to them that uh, this is now a federally gazetted park um, and to encourage them to take a uh, sustainability driven view or shall we say evolve sustainability driven view uh, about the any work or activity that they may propose to undertake uh, in the vicinity of a gazetted federal park right mm-hmm. I mean this is just to be clear, Taman Persekutuan Bukit Kiara or the Bukit Kiara Federal Park is the first federal park of its kind uh, that has been created by the federal government in the country. Okay. We have Taman Negara, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a small Taman Negara in Penang, right? But there is no Taman Persekutuan. So Bukit Kiara is actually the first Taman Persekutuan gazetted by the federal government. Now, therefore, uh, in terms of the intention, the the vision, the uh, the longer term conservation agenda that we wish to um, fulfill in relation to a federal park uh, requires consideration uh, when we look at uh, potential activities in the vicinity of this federal park. Right. Yeah. So the walk is intended to just highlight some of that. Uh, but also to focus really to 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 share with um, our users, park users, and with uh, all uh, visitors the wonderful things that we find on the trails. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the amazing things that we find in there. You've got termite mounds. Uh, we have uh, huge thirty-year-old, forty-year-old trees. Uh, there are medicinal plants which you wouldn't expect. Really, you even find. Um, Plants which are used like sandpaper to to um, to refine uh, art craft, like uh, which are used by um, Chris makers of the Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are using sandpaper. They choose to use certain types of leaves, uh, which are available in Bukit Kiara, right? In order to to achieve a more refined uh, finish for their for their Chris making. So all these little interesting things, uh, which are actually there inside Bukit Kiara, which uh, we hope to share with our with our park visitors and uh, uh, with users. Will there be uh, sort of like guided walks and things like that, Leon? Yes, exactly. So um, our volunteers will be running a guided walk uh, between seven a.m. to mm-hmm. uh, nine nine thirty a.m. Okay. Uh, on that day, mm-hmm. and we will have. Um, a volunteer station at uh, various points uh, along the walk to provide commentary on on some things which you find um, along the way in the trail. Wonderful. Yeah? Okay. Um, then we will also have booths uh, further up inside Bukikara. There's a junction. If you walk about one kilometer in, there's a, a junction where we will have booths, um, and it's a, it's a, it's a very good combination of booths that we've set up this year. We have. Malaysian Nature Society that's going to come and uh, showcase their activities. We have uh, the Herpetofauna group that's going to show, you know, uh, uh, various interesting information about um, Herpetofauna, which is snakes, frogs, amphibians, lizards. Uh, we have a, a bird group, a bird and butterflies group, which is going to talk about, you know, we're just going to showcase different things about that. So many, many, and of course, including our firefly group, which will show you a lot of information about the amazing fireflies we found uh, in Bukit Kiara, including the largest firefly species in the world. 
right? Okay. Uh, on top of that, we we have uh, some special folks um, such as um, the Wildlife Austere Outdoor Medicine Society, which is going to come and um, do a demonstration on outdoor medicine, i.e. how to respond to medical situations in the outdoors. Let's say if you get a snake bite or you get a bee sting or stuff like that, right? Right. Uh, how do you provide first aid for yourself or your your fellow uh, outdoor friends before you uh, go into the hospital, for example. Okay. <laughs> no, I was really amazed. I did not know that this group existed. So I'm really, really excited to come see them on Sunday. Yes, it's a new it's a new society from ah. us. Relatively new. Okay. Uh, and uh, they reached out and uh, were keen to come and participate. And we said, yes, please, please do come. Uh, the idea is that uh, we try to share with uh, the public, you know, uh, more of these uh, activities and outlets that are available for, for life outdoors. Mm. So much to enjoy out there and even on, uh, as you know, Bukit Kiara. And, uh, you know, we always enjoy being out there. Uh, we want to share that uh, experience with the public as much as we can. Okay. And aside from that, of course, I know there are also performances, uh, there's some music um, and lots of things, right? There's also stuff for uh, activities for the children as well, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. There'll be stuff for the kids. Uh, for, you know, we will have um, quizzes for the kids. Uh, there'll be opportunity to identify leaves, birds, insects, and of course, the chance to win prizes. Mm. Right? Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. It sounds like a really uh, exciting day, Leon. It's happening this Sunday, isn't it? The 21st of May, uh, starting from 7 a.m.? Absolutely. So um, see you guys on the hill at 7 a.m. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please do check our uh, social media, Bukikera Friends, either Facebook or uh, Instagram. Um, you know, parking uh, around that area is always um, a little bit tight because it's a very well-frequented uh, yeah. park. Uh, yeah. We will uh, be... Uh, highlighting certain parking areas that you can use. You can park all the way down at park Taman Rebakiara, for example. Uh, you can also park around the Hindu temple. They have kindly agreed to make their space available. Okay. You can park um, at the hash. Uh, there's a hash uh, parking lot, which is just off uh, the entrance to Bukit Kiara. Uh, all that will be on the map. right? Okay. So uh, just take a look and uh, so that you can manage your parking. Um, otherwise, take the MRT and just walk. Right, mm. uh, warm up to the to the walk. Um, but we look forward to seeing uh, you, Juliet, and uh, your uh, squad. <laughs> my, little, my little brood. Yes, we will be there, all four of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and of course, everyone else, please uh, uh, be there. And um, you know, it's going to be a fun day out. It sounds amazing, uh, Leon. I can't wait. And you know, I just want to quickly. Uh, I mean, some listeners might be wondering. You know, do they need to have a certain fitness level to to tackle the hills or things like that? Uh, what would your recommendation be? Um, yes, uh, the hill is a bit of an incline. Yeah. So uh, if you are coming, just uh, make sure that you do check in. Uh, if you haven't exercised for a long time, make sure you do check in with your doctor. Yeah. But otherwise, if you are a regular walker, I think it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, just make sure to pace yourself um, and uh, make sure you have water, uh, proper clothing, uh, maybe bring a hat in, in case you want to manage the heat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, overall, uh, just uh, pace yourself. Mm, and I think also some of the booths will be selling things, right? So bring your own sort of like uh, refillable containers or your own bags and things like that as well, right? If you want to purchase stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we have Kita Refill that mm. will be there. 
Yeah. Uh, do a great job in terms of uh, you know recycling, refilling mm-hmm. uh, own uh, <clears throat> bottles uh, with soap, detergent, uh, and other household uh, liquids. So if you are interested, uh, please do bring your own bags or your own bottles uh, to to refill with them. Okay. All right, Leon. Thank you so much uh, for for you know sharing that with us, and we can't wait to see you on Sunday. So again, it's kicking off uh, at seven a.m. starting at the Bukit Kiara Hill Guardhouse. Again, if you're confused about you know where exactly that is, just head to the Friends of Bukit Kiara Facebook page or Instagram page. You guys are going to be putting out maps and things like that, right? So that folks can really find their way. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Please, and- uh, check out the uh, social media, mm-hmm. and um, the you know you you see directions there. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Leon, for joining me today. I've been speaking to Leon Kui, president of Friends of Bukit Kiara. We were talking about the Friends of Bukit Kiara Hill Walk, which is happening in conjunction with Earth Day 2023. See you guys there on Sunday. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my earth. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.